Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode 10 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Varnado and Roxy Hayes. Building an audience on Facebook with special guest Chenadu Ogu. Uh, Chenadu, please uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming out today. Pleasure to be here, man. Thank you guys for having me. Not a problem. Now, you're a person like... How how long would it, would would you say it took you when you were pretty serious about building up a following to get to the place where you are right now? Um, um I took I started taking it seriously in 2012, and okay. I got my first breakthrough in 2017. So it was a uh, five years, and at that time, I remember it was it took me 974 videos. No, not no 947 videos before I had one that finally went viral. So um, it was just a matter of just uh, being being consistent, uh, looking at trends and uh, understanding what my uh, what, what my audience wanted to see. Mm-hmm. The video that ended up uh, blowing up was, you know, because I kept trying to make videos that would reach national attention, international attention. That's what I was going for. And of course, it's what we, what we all want. But what ended up happening was it was a video that uh, that that was a part of a local trend in my city in Houston ended up taking off. And it was, mm-hmm. a, you know, I wrote that script a long time ago. I didn't think anything of the video though. You know, it's about Houston culture. Like we all, if you're from Houston, you know, it was stuff we all know. So I didn't think it would, you know, I think like it's just, you know, it's cool, but you know, I don't think they're gonna laugh at this. And I made it, you know, because there was a trend going on at the time though. And that was the one that ended up getting a million views in a day. And from there, all my old videos from like 2014 that had like 30 views now had 30,000 views. because They all just went back in time and just started watching everything I made. And then mm-hmm. from there, one and one, one and more, more content. So it was great. I had that many videos, but uh, let's say it took uh, probably about a good five years before uh, I saw any return on any of uh, the time put in. Oh, okay. Well, then, I mean, that's that's really interesting because, like, I feel like that is the most common version of stories of people like saying they they're getting a following where they're just trying and trying and trying, and then one thing goes viral. Rather than I feel like I feel like nowadays there are like even more purposeful ways of creating a following like people are like if you follow x y and z you're going to get uh following and in fact i think um one of my favorite articles i actually sent it to you roxy uh is in forbes and it's this guy who runs his marketing company and he says and he basically says uh if you want two hundred and fifty thousand followers on your facebook page this is how you can do it in a month and he just lays it out i mean it does also costs some money, but he, but he basically just, but, but not, but not what you, it doesn't cost what you think. Like, yeah, it doesn't cost a whole lot. So it doesn't cost a whole lot, but he just says like, I, he's done it several times for clients and this is the way that he does it. And he just like laid it out. Like, because, because I think that after the success of, of the, after people building, 
uh, they're following on viral success as much like yourself, then some people have taken the time to go out and like really analyze like, okay, what's the turning point? When does it happen? How does it happen? Like, I, hold, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree, man, because I feel if you build up the skill to build up a social media following, I feel you should charge for that because there's a lot of work that it takes, a lot of time, <laughs> skill. So if people... If people like, if you want to charge for, for things like that, you know, depend, depend if it's valid information, all that. You know, I definitely understand because I know for me, it took it five years, five years of videos and learning and failures and mistakes. And, you know, so, so for those that, you know, that, that charge those kind of programs, you know, I don't, I, I don't fault them as long as they work. I mean, hey. Um, can I, uh, for a second, I want to talk to you about what this guy says because even now, you could probably apply it now and then blow yourself up even bigger. Uh, just talk about the steps that he talked about in this Forbes article. Um, Cause I think that anybody who is trying to build a following, like you can, you can do this. Okay. So the thing is like Facebook ads are really cheap. Uh, and so the very, the core of what he's talking about is he puts out content every day on this, on whatever Facebook page it is. Uh, he, he says four pieces of content, but of course you could do more or less if you wanted to. And then he boosts every one with a Facebook, with the Facebook ads, and he boosts each one for like five dollars, so like not a lot of money, okay. But then when you can see when for that five dollars, what happens is Facebook will go out and say in front of five hundred people, they'll put your content in front of five hundred people, and then you can see which content actually. Uh, engages people and which content doesn't engage people, and then the content that performs well that's the content that you then go back and spend more money on because that content will will spread because you've already proved that it will spread. And so so considering that he does, you know, $5 per piece of content, four pieces of content a day, that's like $20 a day and that's $600 in a month, which is not a crazy amount of money. And then on top of that, those pieces those pieces beyond that that are that are well received then you put more money behind. So you can you can spend you'll know you'll spend at least six hundred dollars and then those those pieces of content that perform well, you can put more money behind them so that basically you can build up your page likes to two hundred and fifty thousand over a month for like under like a couple of thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. If you don't have a couple of thousand dollars, there's still a huge lesson you can learn from this. Because if you don't have a couple of thousand dollars, you probably have over a month fifty dollars. And if you have fifty dollars over a month, you can get get ten things and put five dollars behind them and find which one is good and then do the same process but much slower over time, where maybe you won't build to two hundred and fifty thousand followers in one month but you still will build. So that's why I love articles like that because like even if even if everything they say isn't for you, you can always like divine from it other ways to build your following. Can you leave the article in the uh the comments too? Uh yes, I have to look it up. So you guys vamp for a second while I look it up. Okay. Uh so I think so basically what the article is kind of saying is it gives you a way to figure out which of what part of your content works best for your fan base? How did you kind of figure out what worked best for your fan base? Because I know you do a lot of Houston and it's centered on Texas. So was it one video or what kind uh, of? Yeah, uh, it was. A, it was. It, it was sitting back at the time. It was, it was looking back and seeing that a large concentration of my followers were in Texas and seeing what kind of content they wanted. So you know, I make different things. I you know, I make you know, I make yeah. videos, sex culture videos. 
my African dads, skits, everything's like that. So I would put out a different type of video, you know, every day that week. You know, uh, Monday will be a Houston thing video. Tuesday will be a, a Texas Tuesdays, you know, Texas Tuesday thing video. Wednesday will be an African dad. Thursday will be a throwback Thursday show. And Friday will be a teacher like comedy video. So I'd, you know, pull them all up though and see which ones do the best. And, you know, and whichever ones I feel they want to watch or have the most engagement on the most, that's what I would make more of. And, you know, and at that time, a lot of Houston, a lot of Texas content as well as African death though. So I really just listened to my audience. And from there, they would share with other friends who would share with other friends. And they would come in and watch other videos. And, you know, of course, different people have different tastes. So my, my friends, you know, my fans that are in Houston and Texas, they love all the Texas content, but they may not necessarily love African dad. The friend they shared it with, may love African dad too. So from there you built uh you build more fans for different uh versions of the content you put out though. So it was really just you know looking at comments, really reading comments and engaging in every aspect of the video possible. Likes so how, I'm sorry, go ahead. No go ahead. Oh no I was just saying so how often do you analyze your data then? Uh every day. Every day. I do every day. Every just day. Uh, cause you know I cause I post I post a lot every day. So you know, mm-hmm. I, I definitely look on the back end of my pages though to see um, uh, what's uh, what's 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 what gets shares what shares the most though. Um, you know, what time I put it up, where my what's my audience most engaging time is, and, uh, and of course with my live streams as well. You know, I look at analytics when I get through uh, going live, see who commented what, how many comments, and uh, just to see uh, you know what what was their general interest in the video of all, and also too if they saw the ad in the video too, because in most of my videos you'll see me do a lot of comedy for. A few minutes though, but in the end of most of my videos, it is an ad. Like most recently, it's a trailer for my upcoming special. So I see how long they watch the video and just to see, you know, if I'm doing enough to and keep them engaged to watch the very end. Got you. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So wait, did you pull up the I saw the article and then it just went. Yeah, I pulled up the, I pulled up the article and I also put it I pulled up the article okay. just so people could see it. And then I also put it in uh the comments uh okay. so that people are gonna have it. Um yeah, here's the article again. Uh, right. But I, I was also bringing up a question, uh, which was uh, basically the question is, uh, do you recommend doing uh, audio podcasts or also a video podcast as well? Uh, what would you say to that, Roxy? Is your answer um, the same I, as mine? Probably is both. <laughs> Jen, yeah. the same. I think, Jen, I think I all of us have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, all of us on here have a podcast. So I would do both um, with anything really I'm, I'm my thought process is always do every possible thing that you can do for that like one piece of content so that way it kind of stretches it as far as it can so like with podcast yeah put it on every platform that you can put it on have it accessible to as many people as possible same for yeah. y'all yeah i, I absolutely agree go ahead because uh, uh you know your, your, your different audiences they'll be doing different things when they watch or listen to you some people like seeing the video of you some people are listening to you when they're just working, working on something else in the background, though. So having it available on different platforms, you know, it widens that net to make sure that you're heard by as many people as possible. I, I absolutely agree. But also one thing to think about is it doesn't really take much to do video for your podcast. I, I'm, I'm one. I don't even know what I would call the way that I like to work but I try to make things as efficient as possible. For instance, this is a podcast right now. Uh, we're doing a video component. I basically found I found a software, StreamYard, where it can do everything for me. I also 
took the time to hook up a real microphone to my computer so that I can have like a, I, I know that my voice will sound clear uh, because I'm usually going to be disseminating most of the information in the podcast. So I basically, I, I made it so that when I just do a live stream through StreamYard, suddenly I have a video podcast. I have a audio podcast because I can just strip the audio from this and I'm doing it all at once. So I, I would say that, yes, you want to do those things. You don't necessarily want to create more work for yourself because you don't want to like always have to set up like, you know, 19 cameras and, and then set up a lighting system or whatever every time you want to do a podcast. Although if you're making money, then you want to do all that stuff. But while you're not making money, try to get all those different versions of the podcast or different versions of your content that you want, but try to create a way that you can do that with the least amount of work for yourself because it's going to it's going to weigh on you if you yeah. just, yeah. And I urge you guys to please listen to what this man's talking about. Okay. There's so there's a lot of opportunity in here right now. I'm actually on the phone right now. I'm, I'm talking about a brand deal right now, guys. I'm not just looking down, just looking down the thing, whatever I'm, I'm working on, you know, uh, things to provide and to make income right now off of the very things we're talking about right now. So this is not just something we're talking about because we like hearing our voices. This is stuff that really works. It is sound content. And it's something that I need, I feel all entertainers, and business owners need to know in this new era of business post corona will show you a whole new world a whole new economy is about to emerge after this crisis guys so understand that this part of it will be a bedrock of how you move forward with any business you have so please pay attention guys just listen up make sure i uh, absolutely agree i absolutely agree you guys the world's about to change learn how to fight zombies now yes listen, <laughs> This after yeah. will be different. It's important, y'all. This digital digital content is the best is one of the is one of the uh best ways to promote yourself too because it's something people can immediately buy and there's no wait time for it and they will they'll feel they got their money's worth though, especially right now in quarantine. People are bored at home eating. They've watched Netflix. <laughs> people have said they've completed Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> It means you'd have been there all just sitting there watching these stuff to look at and watch. If you have content, so all of my creators, uh, people who have your short films, your stand-up specials, this is the time to learn how to market yourself and sell now. Even if, um, you know, I know right now it was, it's only a matter of time before companies like Netflix and Hulu, who are who tr traditionally only, you know, pick up projects through agencies and things like that. It's only a matter of time before they contact the individual creator who already has the ready-made project because at this time, they need content to put out. A big yeah. basis of what Hulu and Netflix does is new releases. Mm -hmm. If you have no new releases, it loses that value day by day. So they're looking for that constant content. So if you are those creators, this is also the time where there's chaos. There's also there's also opportunity, unfortunately. So this is an opportunity for a lot of creators to get it out there. I don't mean to talk too much, though. I just wanted to. No, no, this is this is great. I'm I'm glad that you are into giving information. Uh, I don't, I don't think people are into it enough, like sharing information. I don't think people do it enough, which is one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast because I think I think that there should be places where you can just ask questions and get information because why not share? Yeah, people. People think too often that every bit of information they give makes someone else a competitor to them, and that's not true. Yeah, really no. And I tell people, and it's like, it's so many comedians that I know that are doing so much better than me, but there, but then there are other comedians that are doing so much better than them. It just goes to show you that it's so much room for everyone to grow in. I mean, I don't mean to brag on my on my on my on my friend down here, Rocky Hazel. Oh, which, me? You know, oh, I, me. I, I, I brand deals myself, 
and so does she. She has deals with NASA right now. You know, she's doing like big. I ain't trying to speak on everything she's doing right now, but her stuff, she got a lot of adult things too, and so do I. So it, it's so much room. It's room for everyone to grow and thrive. And uh, I just tell people, and it's an audience for everybody. Like no matter what your niche is, there is an audience for everybody. I knew uh, someone who used a. Uh, they were a big friend, a big fan of the show Friends, and they end up starting kind of like a just a, a discussion podcast reviewing old shows of Friends, and he just mm-hmm. used the hashtag Friend Reviews. And they just been out there. And I think right now he has about 4,000 active listeners, though. But these 4,000, they engage with him. They get to his Patreon. I think he has a Patreon of about 3,000 fans who each give $5 a month Ooh. because they love hearing him talk about friends. So this guy makes fifteen grand a month to talk about friends. A show that's been off the air for what, 20, 30 years? <laughs> 20 years now. Like, it's been off the air. But there, that's a ghost lady that there is an audience for everyone. And put consistent, like you said, put consistent content out and put it on, mm-hmm. just to go back to the question, put it on every platform that you can because you Everything. never know who's going to listen or who's going to find it or how you can build a fan from there. So keep doing That's how I got the NASA thing and uh, the Hot Topic thing. Somebody saw it, somebody worked with the company and they contacted me. So Shout out to on that Hot Topic though. You know what I'm saying? Let them know. <laughs> Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> anyway, and with that dance break, we're going to end this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Jenna, do thank you so much for thank being you, here. Jenna, Roxy, Ooh. wonderful as always. Thank you for the Afro Puffs today. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Signing Bye. off. <laughs> you can find us at artsacademypodcast.com. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.